Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am ecstatic. Oh, I bet it's Eurovision <laughs> week, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is Eurovision week. I wait for this week all year. The last couple of years, well, not 2019, obviously not 2020 because uh, got cancelled. I've been there. I've been, I've been a couple of years now. And uh, I'm just over the moon. Just pop music heaven for, for a week for me. See, I have to be really honest. I've never really sat and watched a full Eurovision, which I know is quite shocking. <laughs> but I, I'm trying for, to get for a gay man, Bob. I mean, you're not you're not doing you're not putting the work in. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm really probably let it, letting it down. Um, so <laughs> tell so it starts this week. There's there's semi-finals and quarterfinals. Exactly, yeah. So there's so there's two rounds of semi-finals to get into the final show on the on Saturday. Uh, so we record this on the Tuesday. So uh, straight after the show, when we've recorded, there'll be uh, a semi-final and there's another one on Thursday. And then uh, 12 songs are knocked out. They don't then perform in the final. But the UK is one of the one of five countries that performs automatically in the final. Um, so we'll be in there. Yeah. Anyway, Bob, how are you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm doing good. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, really good. I um, really just positive even more now that this week we're allowed to, to go in i've still not made any reservations though so i say on social media i'm even looking at people jealous that have gone to toby carvery think god i'd love a toby <laughs> yes, so that's bro. what i'm gonna yeah, do lovely. i'm gonna yeah i'm making the most of it i'm gonna start making some little reservations eating indoors mm-hmm. saying that we'll probably have an eat wave next week um yeah. it'll be typical but no j- just really Really nice. I really like seeing the pictures of people who um, <clears throat> who had um, so some pubs and stuff had opened at midnight on the Sunday, like because Monday was the first. I like seeing all these groups like girls all dressed up, but it was like one minute past midnight on a Sunday going into a Monday. I mean, have they not got work the next day? Do you know what I mean? Like um... this is the thing, the day wise <laughs> of it. I don't get why they couldn't have done it. On, or maybe it was an intentional thing that it wasn't done on a Friday because that would make more sense the Friday, the Saturday. I think it's probably, uh, it, well, it definitely is an intentional thing. Every one that they've done has, has been on a Monday, every kind of release of the lockdown. I assume it's so that people don't go like crazy on the weekend. I mean, I imagine people still do go crazy, but you'll break up some of that like intensity of crowds and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't, taken any advantage of the uh, the new ones yet but um well i guess until tonight when my friend comes over um i might even give him a hug who knows oh yeah treat yourself no yeah, I've, yeah. I've not i've sort of feel a little bit run down um you just know where you feel a little bit achy and just a little bit duh. so i haven't haven't been out as a yet but have you have you had your second covid job yet no so i'm due mine i think in about two weeks so mine just got walked forward Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, amazing. So, so when was? Thursday. I w- oh, it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, so mine's actually only what, I think it's only nine weeks after I had my first one, but I got a text saying, I'd already booked it for a couple of weeks, and then I got another text saying, book, book your thing. And I was like, well, I'll have a look and see when the available dates are. And they were like, yeah, like two weeks. So, well, no, sorry, two days. So I thought, well, I may as well just do it. So, yeah, I've now yeah, got Yeah, definitely. 
Um, cause, but then the reason I asked that is because you said um, you're feeling a bit run down. I wondered if it's because you'd had your second jab and feeling the effects. But No, I'm really looking forward to having... And I don't even like injections. No, I, I, I'm not a fan. But So I feel a little bit strange saying I'm looking forward to a vaccination, but I truly am. Mm. And that's what I still don't get where... And I know everyone has different reasons, but... For me, I'm taking every little bit, every precaution that we can take, I'm here for it. And yeah, totally. Especially with the more variants we're getting and stuff, I just think, to me, it's a no-brainer. I definitely think, I mean, I'm still going to be wearing a mask for the foreseeable, certainly oh, yeah. on public transport. I don't wear it out in the street, um, but I never did. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, certainly on public transport and, you know, wherever I'm told to, really. You know, I've been to Westfield in, in Stratford and, and there, you have to wear one going around there things like that. I'll, do, I'll still do that, I, I imagine, for the foreseeable, even after I've had my second vaccine. But it does mean that when, I'm, when I um, go visit my family for the first time in a few weeks, I will be fully vaccinated, which will be great. and means that I can, I can, I'm going to stay with my grandparents who have both been fully vaccinated. My mum and her husband have both been fully vaccinated. It just gives you like a bit of a, a sense of security, which I, although I still had after having one, I think probably after two, you... It's just that extra bit, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. So, and I think it's probably more for other people that I'm keen to have it. Mm. Now restrictions are that we can go into care homes. Mm. So when I go and see Nanny Norris, that the fact that for me, and not just my nan, the, the the whole residential home for me, I, I just when I'm going in, I'll, I'll feel even better if I've got double um, double vaccinations. Double whammy. Double whammy, yeah, we were double vaxxers. Yeah. I just because I didn't get it first time, but I don't know if they was made, and I was just grateful for the AstraZeneca at the time. But I've seen a lot of people on, on the uh, gram that get badges. Oh, yeah, the little stickers. Yeah, I, I never got a sticker. So I, I want one. Sticker. Yeah, we yeah. want stickers. Uh, I, I didn't get one first time round, and because now I'm not going to the XL, which I assume would probably have the stickers. I'm going back to East Ham Leisure Centre. Um, so I, they didn't have stickers last time. I'll be absolutely fuming if I don't get a sticker this time. I'm going to have to buy one <laughs> online or something. I want a bloody sticker. Um, but yeah, I mean, actually, it's just something uh, on top of being able to maybe go to the cinema or, or yeah, like you said, to have dinner indoors. It's just kind of nice to... Um, to with the jab like, like we said another thing to look forward to and and get done and back to normal and hopefully like you said I'm, I'm hearing rumors that we may get a bit nicer weather next week after the hail storms and christ knows what we've had this week oh, it'd be nice wouldn't it as as restrictions have lifted for the weather to get a bit better i think we all need it have a little spring in our step mm -hmm. it's happening it's happening it, it, it's happening summer's coming it oh, certainly oh. is i'm ready for pride Oh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully if it all goes ahead, because they did cancel Brighton, didn't they? But um, Oh, no, why was that? They said that they couldn't get the insurance um, oh, no. um, to for, in case they had to cancel it, so they cancelled it kind of preemptively. But Brighton's a month before um, London, uh, Soho, so I, I'm hopeful um, that things will still go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be talking about not drinking. I will be out of my tree i'm sure <laughs> uh if, if, not when i'm marching but um but yeah um because i mean yeah the plan is still to do it so let's hope hey eh? i've just thought of that because uh, but by june it's after june 21st so does that mean sorry because i'm really rubbish at what mm. the different dates mean 
post 21st of June, does that mean social distance goes out the window? Because I'm thinking ITV are going to have to have a big bus if we're all two metres away. <laughs> That's a good point. A string of buses, a chain of buses. Um, but, I mean, I'm yes, double-decker. Technically, it is supposed to be on to 21st, the end of, end of all restrictions. I think realistically, it probably won't be for at least maybe, I think they'll add on another couple of weeks. Um, but again, September is, what, two and a half months after the end of June. So it could be fine. Um, and it is still two metres, isn't it? Because somewhere, I'm sure it's, someone was saying something about one metre and I thought, well, has it changed? And <clears> I don't know. I think they said, I think two metres like in a queue or something, but it, it can be like a metre, it's like a metre plus now. It's not actually very clear, I don't think. Uh, but I've read a metre in places as well. Oh, so, we're yeah. halfway there. We've gone from two to one. Yeah, and, and now we can hug. I mean, what, whatever next, day. Eh? Oh, mate, happy days. Um, well, we have an exciting show coming up today. Uh, who are our guests, Bob? So we have got the lovely Love Islander couple, Naz and Eva. Oh, yeah, looking forward to speaking to them. Winter Love Island. So yeah. excited to talk to them because, obviously, they've come out of the villa and pretty much gone straight into a lockdown. Yeah, def- I, I I feel for the winter Love Islands because they never had the opportunity to do those things that many of the other Love Islanders get to do, right? I know, they kind of miss that, you go into events and yeah, like mm. you say, so I'm hoping for them that they, they have time to catch up before the summer one starts. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be talking to my lovely friend and my cast member, Clelia. Yeah. So, Fab Show, a reality yeah, special. Show. We love a reality special. That's what we're all about here at FUBAR. So, um, so yeah, great to speak to them. Showbiz news this week, though, on top of, obviously, for me, Eurovision, which has just been sucking up all my energy and time. Even I love I'm how much you working. love it. It I, actually, uh, through the Zoom, it inspires me to want to watch it because I can feel the passion in your voice. I tell you, please, Bob, give it a go tonight. BBC 4, 8pm. Just give it a try. I'm sure you'll love it when you. It's I'm only two hours. It it's only two hours. It's not the full like four hour Saturday show. Then I think there'll be some pop songs on there that you'll like. Um, but other than Eurovision, have you heard the um, the new the new couple new wedding news? Ariana. Ari- Ariana Grande. Well, maybe she's not Ariana Grande anymore. Uh, can't remember what her new husband's name is. Um, it is Dalton Gomez. Dalton Gomez. Ariana <laughs> Gomez. Don't have the same ring, I reckon she'll keep. Could keep a grande. grande. Yeah, what do you, you think about got that? But then said... saying that, I think she's almost at a Mariah level. I think you could even drop a surname like Adele. Just the Ariana. Right. Name another Ariana. <laughs> I certainly can't. Yeah, good point. Nah. Good point. So um, I think drop it. Go what, to Adele level. What do you make of what do you make of it? Because I because I mean she's she's had a lot a string of boyfriends, hasn't she? Um, but she seems to have, um, have be pretty serious with uh, with this guy uh, pretty quickly. Apparently, he's a multimillionaire real estate oh, agent. Oh, so I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever attracted you to uh, multimillionaire real estate agent, Don <laughs> Gomez, uh, Ariana Salida. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, to be fair, she's got a few coins of her own. Yeah. But um, I think, do you know what? Sometimes, <laughs> and in the public eye, it's so documented when you're in relationships and then mm. you have breakups and I think the good thing to come out of maybe having several relationships is you kind of after everyone you know what you want in a relationship and you know what feels right and what doesn't and I kind of hope that she's met someone and she thinks Do you know what this is this is what I've been looking for this is what I want 
And um, well, I'm guessing that is what she thinks. Yeah. Allegedly married him. And what a stunning ring, can I just say. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, but I think even though we have read and seen her in several relationships, I think maybe she's at a point where this feels right. I've, I've always had a bit of a funny, I absolutely love her. I mean, not, not to take away from that. And I, and I think she's a brilliant artist and a great pop star. But I always remember a friend of mine who'd worked the red carpet for uh, some big music show. And um, Ariana was due to come out to get photographed. And then apparently was like, I can't, I can't do this today. I don't, I'm not pretty enough today. So that all these paps are like ready to go, and she just was like, "No, I'm really sorry, but I just don't feel pretty enough today." I wonder if she's just a bit um, all over the place. I mean, I think when you're like that kind of level of famous, you you can kind of do what you want, can't you? Like like you mentioned, Mariah or Celine or a Madonna, those people with the one names, Adele, they can they can yeah. pretty much do exactly what they want. And I wonder if it, with Ariana it's like well today she wanted to get married so let's just do it it was apparently a really intimate ceremony in her in her home in california only 20 guests so yeah who knows really and then the funniest thing because sometimes you think especially with a lot of a-list celebrities you kind of expect their weddings to be so over the top and so Mm -hmm. plastered everywhere but maybe when you're at that level you want the complete opposite yeah. And where it wasn't spoke about, I guess there was probably no helicopter paps going over the garden, like because it was so really good point. Um but yeah, not in not in a magazine. But um no, good luck to them. I agree. I think I think very much good luck to them. Let's let's hope it's for the best and um, let's hope it works out. It's a Hollywood Hollywood romance, so you know how those usually go, Bob. And if <laughs> if it don't work out, I'm sure there'll be a fantastic album. Oh, I mean, she's queen of the heartbreak song, isn't she? So yeah, enough exactly. to worry about that. There was a big, uh, some big Strictly news this week though as well. I mean, it's a bit early for Strictly season, but they're obviously thinking about it because uh, Zoe Ball has quit. Uh, it takes two. Um, she's been a presenter on it for ten years, I think, um, and I f- and was a bit of a surprise. I thought um, she would decide to quit, but then I was having a discussion with a colleague today um, about it and was saying that um, it must actually be quite intense doing a Radio Two breakfast show five days a week and then all you know that was probably what until sort of nine then having to wait all day to do your next bit of work at half five obviously there'll be pre-prep and pre-recording and things like things like that um at half past six that's a long day when you've got to do both for that sort of three four month period and strictly don't you think it must be almost like living on jet lag time Mm. because bearing in mind when you've got to get up at the crack of dawn you've got to work out what time you're then going to bed yeah um so, it's a very yeah, regimented like, life, isn't it? That yeah, thing. definitely. And to me, like them, them times where you have that horrible alarm that goes off, if you've got, I call it airport time. Yeah, yeah. Go get a flight. Yeah. Now, if you're going on a flight, you don't mind the alarm going off, that awful uh, iPhone alarm um, sounds, which just literally, if I hear it out and about and someone's setting up, it literally, there's something about it that it's, I, I, I hate it. Your heart is hardwired to your brain. So like... It really is. I, I associate it with, with well, being woken up, which yeah. I don't like. Um, but yeah, to go from that and then do night work, um, I can imagine does play a part. But also, Ian Waits left as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's uh, been a long term uh, staple of, of. I mean, he's been on on this show with us before, and he's been a long term staple on um, 
on Strictly and he's obviously kind of like the expert and gives uh, his opinion on the dances and the rehearsals and how they're all coming on and stuff. And yeah, he's, he's quitting as well. I wonder if there's some, so Ryland took over, or not took over, was kind of job sharing with, um, with Zoe, uh, I think from last year or the year before. Um, and I wonder if that was a short, sort of a little test to see how he would work out doing that job more full time, maybe, and maybe uh, maybe they're trying to make some wider changes to the to the show. Um, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, maybe maybe he won't have a a, a co star now. Maybe he'll do it on his own, or maybe they'll hard to replace Zoe Ball though, isn't it? I mean, she's obviously a consummate professional. She's been the mm. presenter for well, probably 30 years, 25, 30 years. Um, you know, she's been. I remember. I remember doing live and kicking back in the day. Her and Jamie. I still have a bit of live and kicking. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, like uh, and and the big breakfast. You know, she was she was a she's been doing high profile presenting roles for a very very long time. Um, so yeah, I mean, hard to replace it. But if anyone could do it, it's Ryland. I have to say, he's. I, I don't know if I imagine you probably met him around and about. And yeah. he is one of the nicest guys in showbiz, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that if they was to just go with one presenter, I absolutely think Rylan can, can can handle that gig. And, um, yeah, I just think it will be a weird show to watch without Zoe, though, because she's just done it for so, for so, so long. Mm. But, um, like, like you say, she's got a radio show, and it's definitely not the, the last we've, we've seen of her. But um, I think that's the thing. I feel nostalgic about presenters. I grew up watching. Mm. And like you mentioned, live and kicking back in the days when there was no text or email. They used to get the big envelope out. We used to write in. Do you remember writing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And calling in. Calling in. Calling in. Um, yeah, people like that big breakfast that I used to watch before school. Them presenters to me, they're the ones that kind of, they're a little bit special to you, aren't they? But, um, well, you know, I always think of them as like the, the best at their job, do you know what I mean? Especially the ones that are, that are still around, like like the Jamie Theakston or or Denise Van Outen or yeah, and Davina McCall, Davina, all those. They're like legends of presenting. Brother. Yeah, so um, yeah, yes. icons, icons, and but yeah, I guess best of luck to Zoe. Um, there, uh, um, uh, there was also some news actually just saw before we uh, started recording about Naomi Campbell. She has apparently adopted a baby, so. Um, oh. I, I've never, we, I've never imagined Naomi Campbell to be a mothering type. She just doesn't give off that vibe. But perhaps all along, it's something that she's really wanted. I think it's such a lovely, um, like to me, it was a surprise when I saw it today in the press, literally just before we came on air. Um, but I think, do you know what? She's probably at that time in her life where she can feel that she because imagine being a, a international supermodel mm -hmm. on private jets going here there everywhere probably very very hard to to start a family yeah um, so i kind of think she's probably got that part of her career out of the way and feels ready i mean she obviously got a lot of love and a lot of time and what she can give to a child um yeah and what a lovely thing to do i think there's always something very special when people adopt because um, there's so many kids out there. And, uh, yeah, I think a lovely thing. I'm looking uh, forward to see. I, I hope we, we see the journey. Yeah, yeah, me too. I can imagine. I can imagine. She posted a little picture her holding a little foot. So I don't know how much we're going to get to see anytime soon. But, yeah, I mean, you speak about adoption. I have some friends going through at the moment. And it is really, it is an intense 
intense uh, uh, thing to have to, to go through. Um, I'm, I'm actually like, I have to be on a call at one thing. They're doing like basically all of their friends come in on a call with the adoption agency. So they basically explain to you what happens and blah, blah. It's like full on. Um, so yeah, I can only imagine that. Um, maybe during the lockdown, Naomi thought, well, this is something I want to explore. You know, there certainly weren't any catwalk shows or um, many modeling show shoots going on in the last year, were there? No. Uh, <laughs> unless you did them by yourself with uh, holding up a light on Zoom. In your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I have seen. What, if Naomi do. did that, crack on Naomi. I mean, I, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, if you're Naomi Campbell, walk around that kitchen, walk around that island on Zoom and do a little fashion show. Yeah. I mean, you're Naomi. Your hair flapping, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Stunning, but, though, isn't she? Oh, hundred. I mean, like one of the most stunning women of all time. I think, um, like, well worthy of her um, supermodel. You know, the '90s supermodel kind of group that she was involved with. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting to see. I guess. Hey, I would watch that as a show. You know. What if Naomi's he, adoption? If, yeah, if he did a or like Naomi does motherhood. Oh my god! I mean, sign me up. I'm I'm reading the book. I'm reading the magazine article. I'm watching the film. I'm doing it all. <laughs> uh, right, our first guests, uh, Naz and Eva, are here. So let's get them in and have a chat. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello, guys. All right. Yes, thank you. You. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this evening. No, oh, thank no, you for having no. us. Do you know what's weird? Um, I've watched. Uh, <laughs> Howie. Last night I made him watch Howie. He's not watching. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm a little bit starstruck now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise Bob was going to be interviewing us. Bob, Bob just realised that he actually has his Love Island bottle uh, just to the know, side I've, of him. I've, so I've got my, my bottle with the water in, but I, I've lost the top bit. Oh no oh, way! No. Well, I see. I see what, what kind of strings I can pull for you, Bobby. Oh, yeah, get you a lift, your troubles. <laughs> Do you? Did you keep yours, by the way, when you left the villa? Oh yeah, we've got our everything. We've got our suitcase, our water bottle. I, I literally lug my suitcase to and from Eva's literally every week. It's a bit so. embarrassing. It's like he's walking on the road and it's like he's got a sign on his forehead. Everyone, I was on Love Island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look at me, look at me. <laughs> How funny, I love it. So I wanted to ask you guys, because we always say that like, I, I feel so sorry for you guys almost that did the winter version because you came out the villa and had such a short window before we went into this pandemic. How have you found that? Because you must have lost so many opportunities that you could have had. I think we've lost a lot of opportunities in some ways, but I think in other ways it's made our relationship probably stronger. I think like, if you look at like the stats over like the series of Love Island, like a lot of people or most couples break up and yeah. from our series, like most couples, I think every couple is still together. So, I think in a lot of ways, like it's made people's relationships stronger. I guess with like financial things, maybe people have missed out on a lot of opportunities. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think speaking of opportunities, I think for myself, I wanted to come out of Love Island and go into presenting and stuff like that. And now that things are starting to open up again, I have seen opportunities again. Like some doors have opened up. I've started to do celebrity esports, which is like a gaming. Oh, cool. um, I had like literally, so I was hosting it, me and my co-host Tom Deacon. Oh, amazing. And we had, I, on my first day I had Jimmy Carr, Joel Dummett, who were obviously people who were presenters and comedians. I was honestly shitting myself. <laughs> like, I told them, throw me into the deep end and I'll tell you, I was so close to drowning. It was unbelievable, <laughs> but I made it through. And yeah, like I said, so in terms of opportunities, I think now that things are starting to open up, um, yeah, like, I think the main thing is you got to love Ireland to find love. Exactly. Like you, 
But how surprising is that? I didn't realise their mods that actually the most successful couples have come from the winter one. And also, although there might have been events and red carpet things you've missed, I think social media is such a big thing now, mm -hmm. like through, through posts and what people can do online. That's probably outweighed it as well. Yeah, I'd say um, in terms of events and whatnot, I think that's how you, you end up meeting new people, you network. It is a great way to obviously meet people. And I think you can bounce off each other's following. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. saying, you know, like maybe I might bump into you, Bobby, at one of these events um, or something like that. And we would have bounced off each other, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So I think in that sense, yeah, you've missed out. But as you said, like social media is, to be fair, like, it's been a great source of like income. Obviously, it's basically yeah. a job for us at this point. And I think in other ways as well, it's sort of given us an opportunity to step back, work out what we want to do and give us yeah. some time to sort of adjust to like this new life because obviously like before I went in I had like 2,000 followers on Instagram like I didn't do any influence or anything so I think it just gave me time to like think about how I would do it what I want to do and, and just stuff like that Definitely. and, and kind of like you said it's it's been really good for, for your relationship because you kind of um it people weren't 100% sure what was going on for a little while right and then you kind of came out and kind of confirmed it all and, and you guys are going strong yeah. yeah I think everyone was just as confused as I was oh, uh... <laughs> Like this, honestly, he's literally just showing off. Like, he's literally just showing off. I am showing off a little bit, but yeah, like I think you know, we only knew each other for ten days whilst we're in the villa, and obviously for the majority of the couples, I, I said this from day one. You only get to see people in like a finite amount of mm. scenarios and situations. You know, I think for me, especially, it was quite PG being in front of the whole nation. You know, knowing that my mum's watching, there's only a certain <laughs> amount of things you can say and do yeah. on the show, uh, putting it politely. Um, so yeah, like obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously now that like as I said I only knew Eva for 10 days and then after it's like that's when you actually start to build a proper relationship yeah. you know whether it's actually going to work on the outside you know logistically I know Eva hates it when I say that that's you know, a, a long story why I hate it when he says that why, why why go on tell us tell us tell us the story no, no I'll tell the story thank okay. you very much <laughs> I, obviously I joined in Castro Moore and it was basically there was a time where I think they even showed this on TV where I think I even asked, I don't know how I got the balls to ask this, but I was like to Naz, who are you sort of feeling out of these girls? And he like had the audacity to like, not even say my name, he like pointed his water bottle at me and then pointed his water bottle at a girl that was next to me who was Scottish. So me and this Scottish girl were both going after Naz and then Naz basically said that he was leaning more towards me because I'm more local to him. And I thought the audacity, <laughs> I thought the audacity. <laughs> That is, I mean, not because I'm beautiful, that. not because I'm smart, not because I'm intelligent, because I'm from Bromley. You're, near, you're <laughs> nearby. <laughs> <laughs> it makes I mean, sense. Like, logistics is a massive thing. Like, obviously, I agree. I, I was trying to keep on her toes. Like, in all honesty, you were the only girl. I mean, I, I'll admit that. Uh, I right knew here, it. right now. But, you know, logistics, like, as in, if you were to live, like, let's say two hours away from me during this lockdown period, like there would have been, it would have been very, very difficult to mm -hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. stay in touch with you, especially after knowing you for 10 days. Yeah, yeah geography think, helps. Yeah. I think when you're in there, it's like, you don't think of certain things that you would sort of do on the outside. Like obviously we didn't have each other's numbers. So, and I'm very much a texter, like I'm always on my phone. I like to like text a lot of people. And when we came out, I realized that Naz wasn't. And then after going to lockdown, it was almost <laughs> like, I wanted to message him 24 seven, but I also didn't want to like a beg. He's not really been someone that's like been obsessed with their phone. So that was a bit of like a, 
You know, I like to live in the real world. That's my excuse. I just like to live my life, you know. I like when I see her, it's all happy days. But to be fair, like I was awful on my phone in a sense. I wasn't great at texting, wasn't great at phone calls the worst. as well. Like when I like, I hated having phone calls and stuff. Unless it's an emergency, I just tell people don't bother dialing my phone so I won't pick up. <laughs> um again, which is awful. But even like I FaceTimed her throughout the first lockdown, especially because we didn't see each other for like three months. So it's like we I had to rely on FaceTime to see Eva and now we face like every day, so I'm a changed man. So yeah. thank you for that, Eva. You really uh, made oh. me a good man. That'll help you out in the long term, eh? You know, you better get used to using your phone now that social life is coming back, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, how have you found the, the, the lockdown and stuff? Do you think that kind of pushed you closer together and kind of made it more... I mean, like I said, you, you waited a little while before it became official, right? But yeah, how, did it, mean, how did it affect it? At this point, I can't really get rid of her, to be honest. Like, I don't think any closer would be tried. You're like. so annoying. I think at first, it was a bit of a struggle because we were just getting to really know each other and then we went into lockdown. So I think, obviously, for the first week of lockdown, like, you're still trying to keep up the communication and still trying to keep things going. But then you get two months online and you just think, is this a bit of a force? Like, not mm. that I didn't... Not that I yeah, didn't no, no, it's, it's like... You know, in a sense that this is where it's a heart grow fonder when we eventually met up. But yeah. when you don't see when you don't see someone for three months, it's like you actually forget what what they were like. You know, what yeah, like yeah, yeah. In their presence, especially after only knowing her for about mm. I'd say a month before going to three month lockdown. So I knew you in lockdown for longer than I knew you as actual. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. On but you knew me more on Facetime than in real yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. So it was quite difficult in that sense. But as I said, like the second we met up. I was like, oh my God, like, I remember exactly why I really yeah. liked this girl. And then I think after like, a fi like, finally, after like 10 years of making our relationship official, I think the second <laughs> lockdown and then the third lockdown, no shade by the way, I think the second <laughs> lockdown and the third lockdown made us grow closer because now you're staying at mine and like basically the whole of lockdown, weren't you? Yeah. Um, so then I think obviously after being like in a proper relationship, after knowing, like getting to know each other, it then made us stronger. But I think the first lockdown was, it could have gone either way for us, couldn't it? Right. Yeah, and I think normally, you know, like I thought in my head, like living with someone would be quite intense, you know, is especially in lockdown, there's not really much to do, but I can genuinely say that I've had so much fun living with her. Like, she's actually, she's actually, yeah, she's very, she's, she's not funny, but she is very entertaining. I, I don't funny. know how that makes sense. I'm but, very funny. Um, yeah, no, she's very entertaining, like very sweet, very kind, very caring, and very considerate, you know, obviously, like we live in a, well, one bedroom flat at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it is quite tight for space, but again, it is just really. Yeah, no, it's, it is I, a lot of fun. I actually it quite enjoyed. Fun. I think third lockdown, I enjoyed the most. I, I have to admit. Yeah, we're getting stronger and stronger, aren't we? <laughs> so are you living together now? At the moment, we're not. So Naz has been my bubble, obviously, like throughout the whole thing. Um, but Naz, well, I mean, the past week Naz has been here, but he's sort of like to and to and from. Yeah, that's why I keep lugging the uh, Love Island suitcase, yeah. yeah. bro. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's just nice, like, because obviously I go home, make sure my family's all okay. Um, basically have my, my, my own life away from Eve, you know. It's quite, I feel like also having space as well is quite nice, you know, doing your own things. Obviously, she's from London, I'm from London, so she has her mates that she can always see. And I obviously have my mates, we all play football together, we all chill together. And then, yeah, it's just nice. Like, we have a good, I feel like we have like, the perfect balance. Yeah, and then when he goes, I get to, like, clean the flat up, <laughs> sort my life out, and then he comes back and messes it all up again. <laughs> No, this is this is what really annoys me because I always offer to cook, to clean, to help out where I can. 
But she just gets annoyed at me. She goes, no, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. But then she <laughs> at me for not doing anything. So it's, like, it's a catch-22. Like, I actually can't win. But... It's more right than it's worse. Like, if you want something done properly, just do it yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. he'll yeah. just offer to do something and then just create more mess, more havoc, and I just can't bother for it. Yeah, works yeah. harder, not harder. And you know you're going to end up redoing it anyway, so you think, actually, I'll just That's do it. The thing. There was one time he was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll cut the pepper. You know, like one of those like <laughs> bell peppers. Yeah. So you cut it. The seat, honestly, I've never, I didn't even know Pep had this many seats. I was all <laughs> over the kitchen. I could barely enter the kitchen. It was just full of seats. <laughs> this is what you learn when you're living with, with another person, you know? Like, this is... Oh, well, I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I left to go home that evening as well, so yeah, I don't think I did that well. <laughs> but I think realistically, you know, it's like, um, you, you, if you've only known each other for a year, I think that's kind of the normal setup, right? Like, you shouldn't rush it. You should, like, work out like, all these things. It's quite normal, right? Yeah, well, I don't know, because it is normal, like, in a normal situation, but I think because, obviously, our mutual friends are, like, other islanders, yeah, and all of them have basically moved in together, so not that there's any pressure from anyone, but it's a bit like, oh, all of our friends have moved in together, so should we just, like, move in together? You see, this is the difference between me and Eva, like, as in, I, I'm trying to go at my own pace, which is why it took me six months to ask her to be my girlfriend. Six um, months. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fine though. He's better that he knows. Better that you know. Better that Naz knows what he's what he wants exactly. and doesn't and doesn't end up messing oh, he, you around long term. He should have just taken one look at me and you. Like, <laughs> I don't know why it took him six months. <laughs> anyway, besides all that, I just want to you know just go at like a normal pace. You know, not try to compare ourselves to anyone else. You know, we we have our own journey to yeah. to go on. So I think going slow and steady. So far, so good. And right. he's the sensible one. I'm the yeah. one that's like. Yeah, she's the one saying, when can we move into an apartment in Chelsea? I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, it's been strange. Obviously, to meet on a TV show in general is a strange situation. Then to have a pandemic and have to do the lockdown. So, really, since meeting each other and your relationship, the, the world's kind of been a bit weird, hasn't mm. it? So, I think actually, you, you guys have done amazing to be as strong as you are and to be in your situation. Yeah, I mean, I think it is, I mean, even us sometimes, we're like, wow, like, I can't believe, like, this has actually happened. Like, yeah. sometimes we are a bit like, that's so strange, because I didn't really go on Love Island, like, expecting to find someone. That was sort of, like, the last thing on my list. I was like, oh, I'm going to get followers, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. <laughs> and so it was literally, like, the last thing that I thought would happen, and then I ended up getting, like, actually finding love over anything else, so... So, like, it worked out weird, but I'm happy. Like, I'm really happy with how it worked out. Yeah, and I think the fact that, you know, we have gone through quite an unusual situation and obviously a pandemic and whatnot, I think there's a lot of things for us to look forward to in a sense that we haven't, we really want to go travelling together. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's loads of, like, exciting things, like, even to go to, like, the theatre or just something simple like that. Today, we went for our first... Um, lunch. First lunch out of lockdown. We were just like, wow. Like, oh, like, sitting indoors lunch. Yeah, <laughs> we are just like, wow, like, this is, this is crazy. Like, this is what the world is now, so... Yeah, we Where did you go? Oh, we went to the drawing room. It's like a local cafe, eatery. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think that's always the funny thing about it, isn't it? When you meet someone like on Love Island, it, you do, it all goes the other way around. So normally you would go out for a dinner with someone or a drink first, but you end up living with people <laughs> first and meeting that way around. It always cracks me up. But honestly, you two are like couple goals. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love, because I think the best is yet to come for you two. That's I really think sick. so. I think yeah. so. Like we do talk a lot about like the future and like what we want. And as now said, because obviously we've been locked down for like the whole of our relationship, we've not been able to do things that we would love to do. And in a way, it's been quite nice because we can look forward to it. Like go traveling, 
move in together. Like we we want to go to so many places, don't we? Yeah. So, I think in the politest way, this has probably been like like the worst kind of period, if that makes sense. As in that like, we've been in the politest. Up. No, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> in the world, you <laughs> mean? Like, no, no. What I mean is like, as in we've just we've been in a pandemic. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like we're still yeah. together and still like quite lovey dovey. I feel like we're still in the honeymoon. Oh, oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, it's quite softy. I don't know why I'm being really softy actually today. No, I don't know why. Because I said we were yeah. in the honeymoon phase a few weeks ago. He was like, oh, we're well out of that. <laughs> I, I just said it to wind her up, but obviously. Um, but like I said, I feel like there's a lot of exciting things. Like the best, as you said, yeah. probably like the best is still yet to come. And what do you have planned this summer? Do you have anything exciting coming up now that things are starting to... Oh, my unlock? God. You know what is hilarious? Yeah, so first, so your birthday... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Eva's birthday is on, I probably shouldn't be announcing this on any type of like radio show to be fair, but her birthday is on like, the mid, what's the end of June? July? 23rd of July. Got it. <laughs> so, That's not even on my birthday. <laughs> so basically, she was actually, oh, so like, what are we doing for my birthday? And I was like, well, like, what do you want to do? And then she gave me a detailed plan. She goes, right, of course. We're going to Paris for the week, and then we're going to go to Disneyland for the last I three didn't days. Know that. It would be lovely. And I was like, she goes, oh, I'd love that. I was like, I bloody bet you'd love that. (laughs) I told him this a few months ago so that when it comes to the time, it will be like a nice surprise because I would have forgotten that I told him that. But like to this day, he still keeps on bringing it up. And I'm like, can you not? Because I told you in January for a reason, like I want to be surprised, but now I'm not going to be surprised like when you take me to Euro Disney. Honestly, I am the biggest wind-up merchant. So she was like to me, oh, so she must have told me in January and then like March time, she goes, oh, for my birthday, you know, I think I might have a, a garden party, you know, with invite this person, that person. I was like, well, how are you going to host it when you're in France? And she's like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, keep, I keep bringing it up like I've booked the tickets, but I haven't, so. I mean, I wouldn't want, at the moment, booking tickets anywhere seems like a bad idea. Risky yeah. exactly. know what's going to happen. But... That, that's my excuse. He okay. says, I'm like, can you just stop talking about it? Because I want it to be a surprise. And he's like, listen, love, the only surprise you're getting is when you've got your case back to we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, when you get, when the government tell you that that plane and train is cancelled <laughs> yeah, 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 and you're not leaving this country, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's been quite nice seeing people going on holiday and stuff. But I still think for me, I'd rather just leave it for a bit, just until yeah, yeah. let the dust settle a little bit. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of like mental plans, like plans in our head to go away, but like nothing actually like proper, have we? No. Like, we want to go to Spain. We want to. Well, we've got all these ideas. We want to go to Spain. We want to go to Mykonos. We want to go to Thailand. <laughs> but what about actually moving in together? Is that something that seriously might happen? Do you think? I think uh, eventually, maybe not. Don't want to don't want to put um, any pressure on your relationship, yeah, but yeah. just. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Stephen. Um, <laughs> no, we, we definitely, I think we definitely will do. I think in the next point. year. Yeah, in the next it, it, Yeah. The next. Don't quote us on that. Don't quote us on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, be- as I said, like, I've had so much fun up until now. Like, I can't see why we, uh, we wouldn't move in together. Yeah. Will you be watching the next series of Love Island? It's not going to be long till it's on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh my God, it's literally coming around in like, is it June, July? Yeah, June, I think, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I've basically got uh, no choice but to watch it because I think I'm doing a commentary for uh, <laughs> ITV, so I'm going to be forced to watch it. Um, but in all honesty, I've never really watched Love Island before. I think I've watched about five episodes over the six series. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so I basically had no idea what I was signing up for. So it would be quite interesting to know, yeah. or like to see it from my point of view now, knowing kind of what goes on yeah. behind the scenes. Obviously, I won't tell you guys, but um, <laughs> you probably might know a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, but, um, exactly. 
No, I'm really excited to watch it. Just, I've always watched Love Island. I think I started watching it like season three. So I've watched it for like the past six series. I basically watched my series because I was only in it for like five minutes. Um, but I'm going to really enjoy watching it because I'm going to see like what they decide to put out. I'm going to be able to like, you know, just like see it from sort of like the behind the scenes perspective, yeah, um, yeah. which I'm excited for. Fine that things are getting a little bit better because obviously we didn't have it last summer, did we? Yeah, I think I think it's something for everyone to look forward to again because I've always felt like everyone around me talks about Love Island. It's quite a feel good. Mm. It's like it's a bit like sport, you know, like everyone goes in they talk about sports and like the yeah. way the general public just talk about Love Island. It's like something that brings everyone together. Everyone's got an opinion on it. Yeah. Everyone, you know, loves the drama, the gossip that revolves around it. So I think yeah, it will be like a nice feel good factor again. Obviously. I hope Fingers crossed there will be a bit of sun, you know, I mean, the weather at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we can about hope. Yes, hopefully it'll just be like a nice summer vibe, you know, hopefully with lockdown lifting as well, everyone will be in a great mood, so. It is yeah. such a talking point though. I feel like when it's on, everyone watches it. Like when I was, like obviously when I wasn't in it, for like all of the summers and I'd be at work or something, like every day we'd go into work, we'd be like, did you watch Love Island last night? And like, you would just talk to like a random yeah, person yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what people will be looking forward to, definitely. It's a bit of a, like Bob said, a bit of a return to normality. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, well, thanks so much, guys, for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it. And uh, and uh, good luck with this commentary thing uh, on, on Love <laughs> Island. Yeah, and, and with the eSports. Uh, really great to speak to you both. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. So Take much. care, guys. Bye. Bye. Cheers, bye. bye. Oh, bless you. You said it. Couple goals. Total couple oh, no. goals. Yeah. Really, 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 um, really into them. They seem like a really sweet couple. Don't and down to earth. Way, yeah, and I love the way they're doing things. I feel like they don't feel like they're conforming to pressure, which is really nice. Especially, yeah, that Love Island, exactly what like you said, that Love Island thing, right? Where, um, yeah, you you rush <laughs> and yeah, they basically straight off done the that. easy jet and then um, you, you go straight to the letting agent. <laughs> yeah, straight to your Airbnb. <laughs> well, we've got uh, Clelia here, so let's get her in. Here she is. Ah! Clay, how are you, babes? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, doing good. I was just saying, I, um, I've just been a little bit run down the last couple of days, but I find that when a series ends, do you get a little bit like your body just goes into a weird rough mode? Bob, I have been saying to my family the last week, I have been so lethargic. I can't do anything. I feel so tired. And I started to think like, is it hay fever? Am I suffering so bad? Is fever? it COVID? <laughs> <laughs> My, well, my like, body physically aches. Yeah. I think it's the shock of the last series. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find it? I mean, it was a whirlwind for me. It was mental. It was mental. I had a lot going on at the start, I think, with the Amber and Rem and all that jazz. It was a different series for me than it has been for the past couple of years. I think you found the same, didn't you, Bob? Felt a bit yeah. different this time around. Definitely. Yeah. I'm going to go into details, but just a bit different. Yeah, but very, <laughs> very bit. different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like you say, you, you started dating on it. How did you find that, Clay? Because mm. this is like the first series that we've really seen you yeah, multiple dating. Like, it, was, it was strange. Like, when I first joined the show, I was like sort of seeing Dan. So that was the last time viewers had sort of saw me like dating or even like talking about a guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so it was I think it was weird for them and it was weird for me but it's actually I find it quite nice to date on camera because it's like you can just sort of 
be yourself. I felt like I could be myself because I'm so used to being on the show and stuff. So I felt like it for me it was it was quite easy, but maybe for rent being new, it might have been a bit more difficult. But I quite enjoyed it to be fair. Does it feel a bit weird knowing that people are gonna watch it and maybe judge what you say? Do you kind of end up second guessing? Because not only are you then kind of trying to get to know this yeah. person or that, but then you're also aware that people are watching. I don't know, it must be weird. Yeah, because it's like you wanna say you wanna say like nice things to them, but like you don't want to say things that might offend other people it's yeah it's really hard actually. or, or you come in out in an edit looking like really beggy or something do you know what I mean like, yeah. You know, really nice, yeah. So like, yeah I can imagine <laughs> yeah I, I mean I, I got trolled for what for even saying to him I'm not interested like people hated me for that but got to do, got to do. stick for that Chloe yeah I did I did but then I also got I think I got the same amount of love as I got stick but I was quite shocked. I thought I was doing quite a decent thing by telling him to his face and not doing over text and all that stuff, but apparently not. <laughs> I just think dating on camera is one of the hardest things. But even dating in general, for, for someone who everyone thinks is the most confident person in the world, when it comes to dating, I'm so not. I mean, you know me inside out, Claire. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I could sit on live TV or... or do a radio show every week, no problem at all. But to go up yeah. to someone and go fancy a steak and chips <laughs> or a bit of a loo, mate. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the way you say it, Bob. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah maybe. But I just thought, I don't know what it is. I just get really awkward with dates. And then knowing that there's like six cameramen around you. Yeah, that's, that's the hardest bit. Like the fun dates are good. But when it's a dinner date and you're like trying to... I, I was trying to get to know Rem. Like it was so... It couldn't have been any more real. So it was like like sweating, like watching everyone watching. And then they like, when we have our little breaks, they're like, oh, this is so cute. And you're like, do you want your date to be cute? Do you want it to be funny? What do you want it to be? Like I guess as well, you guys, you guys were quite lucky because when this this series first started, we still couldn't go into restaurants and stuff, but you guys could, couldn't you? I remember yeah. seeing earlier on, it was like, all oh, the excitement of them being able to sit like in someone's garden when we couldn't. But then as this series has gone on, so the restrictions has lifted. Has it changed anything on set? Actually, go to both of you to ask that, or is it quite, is well, everything still quite strict? I think um, it was hard at the start because the fans thought that we were like, you know, really enjoying ourselves going out, but these places had opened for filming so yeah. it wasn't like anyone was you know enjoying well not saying not enjoying themselves but it wasn't you weren't working it wasn't like yeah, yeah it wasn't what you think what you what it looked like in a sense like I saw there was a lot of like complaints about what we were even doing but it was just all to film the show it's just mm -hmm. to get our stories across we just needed a location but it was nice to towards the end like everyone was getting to be together a lot more and see each other a lot more which was nice and it felt more real like it just doesn't feel normal when you've got to like stand two meters away from someone when you're trying to talk to them or try to have a go at them shout at them <laughs> yeah <laughs> but did you find it weirdly because i definitely did i think the first meal i had um i mean granted didn't didn't end the best but but regardless of the context of the conversation i had this like weird moment where I sat at a dinner table and thought I've not done this for for months just yeah. hadn't been in a restaurant and like, yeah, I know you guys have weird. been filming in clubs and stuff and there's that weird yeah. moment where 
you just we hadn't been you allowed to feel like, for so long yeah and you sort of like don't know what to do with yourself you're like oh do we act normal do we have a little dog do we not <laughs> it's like yeah the whole it's i think this is going to be it's not this isn't just people filming tally right this is going to be people generally when things start to open yeah like, like i don't i don't know quite how i'm you know we have to order everything on an app on the phone we can't go up to a bar in a pub I or know. it's just going to be weird isn't it i haven't actually been out well since yesterday since the new ones into a restaurant properly and that's going to be strange I think what well, a pub I think a pub's going to be the weirdest thing mm-hmm. yeah like going up to the bar and like yeah that's just going to be bizarre I actually should go to the pub soon <laughs> we'll, we'll organize it yeah <laughs> so Clay looking back on the last three months of our last series which I think series 28 now have you got oh, post- when you say that <laughs> Have you got any post series regrets or is there one thing you would change? Um, you know what? No. I actually think this was one of the first series in a while where I felt fully back to my normal self and felt like, because I've got this family support at home now, I feel like I can sort of go to filming and sort of like say exactly what I want to say and not like feel too shy or feel too nervous about it. And because of that, I'm like, I wouldn't regret anything that I've done because I felt like I was proud of what I did for myself. Not as not proud of like getting into arguments, but I'm proud of myself, if that makes sense. Oh, good for you. It's nice when you have a series like that. Yeah, it's I just feel like it was... You said it, Bob. I didn't ask the question, all right? <laughs> we'll, we'll take that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that is, it must be funny when you are, like, leading a real life, but then you do this show and then, you know, something, like it says at the beginning, set up for your for, for the viewers' entertainment, right? But you are still yeah. living through it. Um, yeah, it's still real stories. It's still real, like, everything I'd done this series couldn't have been any more. It would have happened if the cameras weren't there, you yeah. know? And that's what's important about TOWIE is keeping the realness, I think. And I think it's that disclaimer that confuses some people sometimes, because even still after 10 years, people go to me in Sainsbury's or wherever, but how fake is it or how much is real? Yeah. No, it's real. I know. But we know you get a script and like, no, there ain't no script. I almost wish we did. Yeah. That's what I say. I say, I wish I had a script because it'd be a lot easier from what I actually want to say. <laughs> yeah, because then, because then you've got, it's like going into an argument with everything, a, a point by point plan that you want to get through yeah. this, in this yeah. argument with someone. Plus, <laughs> we'd be getting paid more. <laughs> we'd be active. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'd be on the, yeah, you'd be in the, uh, what's it called? The acting union and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, obviously, this series, coming to an end do you, are you expecting to come back are you hoping that you'll come back what's what's kind of I hope so yeah I mean I really hope so I know that each series no one really knows what what's going to happen um I mean I'd love to I love doing the show as sometimes as hard as it is I absolutely love it I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't you know so I hope so <laughs> and what have you got planned for the three months off Clay? Well, I was going to go to Ibiza, but that's been cancelled. I just want to have a lovely holiday, whether it's just a little one or a long one. Just a holiday. Anything, anything, anywhere. Yeah. And get me out of this house. (laughs) Get me out of Essex. I love you, Essex, but no, I need a way 
yeah immediately <laughs> is there anything else other than Ibiza then have you have you got planned or is it just going to um, be a quiet one do you think I guess for a lot of people it's just kind of wait and see isn't it yeah we're going to just play it by ear I think I'm going to go back to Devon's with some family and friends for sure um but I just want to enjoy myself I feel like I've I was so good in lockdown like I can't tell you because I live with my nan who's 80 and vulnerable I even when you could sort of go and meet at people I wasn't I was staying in like a grandma like I was and so I feel like because I was so like a goody two-shoes with the rules and sticking to everything I just want to have fun and enjoy myself like it's just been too much I mean stuck I, in I was I, I realized the other the other day the only time I'd left London was to go to Essex because I'd left my uh phone in an uber that i had to go and pick up since <laughs> since so since august or, or beginning of september last year that's the only time i've left london oh it's so depressing god. Um, oh my god but, that's, but i think so many people are in the same boat right i mean it's just the way it is people and you kind of yeah. accepted it but you know yes i mean i think get me yeah. to that event get me to that red carpet thing get me to that yes, holiday just... get me to spend an afternoon with my blooming sister and her kids I don't care just anything as yeah. long as I'm out of yeah. London and doing yeah. something yeah get me to exactly. the Wimpy yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm just happy to go and eat a Wimpy or pie and mash, you know pie and mash shop yes mm-hmm. yes mm. oh, <laughs> good days normal life <laughs> they're coming though they're coming well they're almost in haven't they they are I think so we're allowed to not social distance with our friends as of yesterday right Basically, yeah, we can hug, yeah. you can hug, you can hug. Yeah. So, I, mean, I think you know, they want you to still be careful, but most cool. people are getting vaccinated now and stuff, aren't they? And I'm imagining if you're living with someone, uh, your grandma is in her 80s, yeah, she's probably had those vaccines, yeah. So I need mine up next on the list. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we've just been talking about that because I've got my second one on Thursday, but I was just lucky. lucky I, I, I just got a text out of nowhere. So, yeah, I mean, it was... Lucky. I know, I feel very lucky. I really want mine. I, I'm a big believer in it. I mean, I really want it. ASAP. <laughs> yeah, and it's a nice feeling once you get it done. It does make you yeah. feel like you can get back to normal. Yeah, like it made my, my nan feel so much better. Even though she's barely crossed the door, she feels like people can come round. She's like, no worries. Like she just feels, even if it's just a mental thing, isn't mm. it? Definitely. Oh, bless her. <laughs> uh, well, Clelia, thanks so much for, for joining us this, this evening. Really appreciate it. And uh, You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, Anytime. and um, Hopefully we'll see you in the next series. I can't imagine why we wouldn't. Um, I hope so. <laughs> and and go, and, go and enjoy your evening and enjoy your summer. <laughs> Thank you. You Thanks, too. Thanks Clay. so much. Bye, darling. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, bless her. Do you know what always cracks me up is when any of my lot we're on as they we're always in bed. Always, <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? That is such a good point. <laughs> And I've really noticed it. Like, I'm like, all we do is... You just, uh, Who else have we spoken to? Who else have we spoken to that was just in their bed? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, there's been a few, haven't there? Pretty much everyone from Essex. <laughs> oh, Afron, uh, Georgia, <laughs> big Frankie Essex. Oh, yeah, Frankie, um, yeah. Burn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've definitely... I think, I think maybe you guys need to find a desk or something to sit at, you know, like... Or a nice, yeah. you know, lounge setup like I've got here. <laughs> Maybe there's a business idea, Bobby's headboards. Yeah, but to be honest, Bob, we're all going to be off Zoom eventually. So, well, at least True, most yeah. of the time. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Oh, do you imagine? 
What you got planned for the week ahead, babes? Well, it's Eurovision tastic. Um, I am going to my first official house party round my friend's house uh, for for Eurovision. Um, not many of us, but we're go- I'm going anyway, and we're gonna have cocktails and we're gonna eat crisps and just do all the normal things that I, that I do on Eurovision. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I bet that'll be quite emotional, especially because it's something you do religiously every year to all be together, even just to eat a a, a sensation out of the bowl. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so or funny you say that. My friend said to me, "Are you going to bring tissues? Because I guarantee you're going to cry." And I was like, <laughs> "I probably am. I probably am going to have a little tear." Because yes, yeah, a big deal. It's nice to feel that things are normal, and it may yeah. Yes, I get it. It's just Eurovision. I'm not crying about Eurovision. It's more the social aspect of it that is going to be a big deal. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What about you? So what am I going to do? I'm going to try and at least get one reservation where I can either go for a bit of lunch or a bit of dinner and sit indoors. Are you a bit of a homebody, Bob? I get the feeling that you are, really. Do you know what? I am a little bit. I am quite homely, and especially if everything that goes on, I just try and, unless it's for work purposes, I've been very conscious to, I'm not going out for the sake of going out, but, yeah, want to definitely start having that normality back Mm. um i I will do a lot more i think subconsciously because when i have that second vaccination i I will feel a lot better about it yeah um but because i'm going into the care room and stuff i'm just that little bit cautious um but yeah i think this just is showing where my mentality has been for a year i just want to go and eat I just, I just want to go to all the restaurants that I've not been able to go to. I want to wait. Oh, I am going to catch up with a few friends mm-hmm. at the weekend, which will be lovely, especially if the sun's a little bit better. And, um, yeah, just start doing the things we've not been able to do. But I wanted to ask you, like, obviously, mm. you pre-record this, just like a little prediction. Who's your money on for Eurovision? Oh, good question. Um, I think that it's between France... I'm going to say three. Okay. France, Italy and Malta, but I think France are going to do it. Uh, what, because of the, the song choice? The song. I think it's it's very intimate, very very small, very beautiful. The the woman that sings, it's very beautiful. It's just like, uh, I just think it's it's very classy. It's what people want to hear. I just got a feeling, feeling in my waters. I mean, uh, having said that, it could also come 24th. I've, I'm notoriously wrong at predicting who's going to win. So, um, But who know. would you like to win? If I said to you, there's the mic, you can decide. Forget the, the point system. Iceland. Your decision. Iceland. So you remember last year, there was the guy that, made, that became kind of internet famous from Iceland. He had the green jumper with his face on, long hair. His name is Danny yes, Freya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's back this year for Iceland. If if I had my way, they would win. But but also, if I'm going to go next year, I'd probably prefer it to be Malta because it's going to be nicer weather and a bit ah, warmer. Is yeah. that how it works? So whoever wins in hosts it. hosts it the next year. Yeah. Oh, I see. So if you get Iceland, probably quite nice, but cold. Um, but but Malta would be the nice place to go. So that's why it's never held here. Because we we never win. win. (laughs) We haven't won since 97. Why is that? Uh, Combination of things, I think. I think we don't enter decent enough songs. They're not... We we don't take it seriously enough. And and probably a little bit of politics, but I actually don't think that a lot of people vote because of that. I think they'll vote for a decent song if it's staged well. Yeah, that's that's my opinion on it. We'll sign up next year. 
download the application phone. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Katie Price tried to do it, uh, you know, about 20 years ago. I think we'd probably give her a run for her money um, in terms of how we'd do. I mean, Um, they'd give us points out of pity. Would they, Bob? Would they? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We stick it out with the Walker sensations, I think, (laughs) and the MS. Carrot battens and have a lovely old night. Exactly. Basically, exactly that. Well, um, yeah, well, I guess next week I'll, we'll be able to confirm uh, what happened Fiction. at Eurovision. And, and I'll, even if you haven't watched it, Bob, I'm going to give you a full run through. Definitely. So. And I'll tell you where I've managed to book a table and where yeah. I've gone to wait. You better do it. You better do it. <laughs> oh, 100%. It. I'm doing it. Good. Oh. Um, all right. Well, great show. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, speak next week. Bye, guys. Bye.